Peter says this is commendable before God. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Welcome back, my friends. We're moving on today in 1 Peter chapter 2. We're going to be covering verses 18 through 20. But before we get into the text, let's go before the author of it. Uh, Heavenly Father, we love you today, and we come before you hungry and ready, and uh, we are seeking your face, O God. We believe that your word and serious consideration of it and serious meditation on it will lead to encounters with you, and that's what we're hungry for most, Lord God. We want to encounter you through the word so that we might grow to be more like your son, Jesus. Uh, Father, we believe your spirit is active and alive through the word, teaching and instructing, guiding and convicting, bringing about clarity and understanding to your word so that we might grow up in Christ to be fully mature disciples of Jesus. So, Lord God, come and teach. Open our ears and hearts and eyes to all that you have for us today, and we give you thanks in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, First Peter 2, 18 through 20. Slaves, in reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to your masters, not only to those who are good and considerate, but also to those who are harsh. For it is commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they are conscious of God. But how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable before God. All right, so we're moving on in uh, Peter's theme here in this part of First uh, Peter chapter 2, where he talks about living godly lives in the world, in a secular society. Uh, now, slavery, though it has a long and painful history in the United States, is not uh, active in the same way that it was during the time of um, the slave trade. And uh, so we want to be sensitive to uh, the issue of slavery when we encounter it in the Bible. Certainly, Peter was writing to believers at a time when some of them were probably indentured servants and not entirely free of their own volition. And so there were uh, taskmasters who were in charge of and in control of some human beings, even at the time that Peter writes this letter. And uh, the corollary today is the trade-off that those of us who are employed by an employer make uh, for the cost of our working hours. And we give our employers maybe eight or ten hours a day, and during that time they own our time. They own our attention. They own our devotion to the projects and, and assignments that we're given. And uh, it's not up to us to bicker with our boss about how to get it done. It's up to us to do the job if we expect to be paid for it. And so in verse 18, uh, Peter says, slaves, or we might import the word workers, in reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to your masters, your boss in a very real sense is your master. Whatever authority figure over your life who has the capacity to ask you to do this or that thing uh, is a master in some sense uh, over you. They have authority, and if it's your employer, they have authority to ask you to take on a task because they're paying you for your time, attention, energy, and effort. Uh, 
and so Peter says, slaves or workers, submit yourselves to your masters, not only those who are good and considerate, but also to those who are harsh. Now, the call to submission here is really a call to carry out an obedient life to God in the face of uh, the harsh treatment of one's employer, whether uh, your indentured employer or whether the employer who is paying you for the work that you trade off. Um, now, uh, Peter is saying you're not in charge of whether or not you have a good and considerate boss who takes care of em- his employees or whether you have a harsh and critical and uncaring boss who treats his employees like property or treats them like uh, they're less than. Um, Peter says, whether you've got a good and considerate boss or whether you've got a jerk for a boss, uh, the call of Scripture for the Christian believer is that we would give our employer our best regardless of their attitude. And now this is a matter of obedience to Christ. We're giving them our best out of reverence for God and Christ. And Jesus is the one that motivates our attitude and actions toward our employer on the basis of our love for him and our relationship with him. Do whatever you do in the name of the Lord and it will not be in vain. And he moves on in verse 19, for it's commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they are conscious of God. So when we are faced with suffering, difficulty, challenges, um, circumstances that we're not happy about, and we're um, perhaps suffering under some injustice, uh, Peter here says that it's commendable if you do so, if you bear up under the weight of that, because you're conscious of God, because you're conscious of what it means in terms of your witness for the kingdom, what it means in terms of what it speaks about your life in Christ, what it means in terms of the watching world and the way they will interpret your attitude and actions through that difficult spot. And so it is not just for the moment, it is always bigger picture, it is always about more than just what is visible uh, on the surface. Um, He continues in verse 20, But how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? It's so true, and the logic there works. Uh, If you get beat for doing wrong, you're getting the just punishment that your actions deserve. (laughs) You're not, you shouldn't whine and moan about getting beat for uh, doing wrong or uh, improper things um, and uh, look for a, a trophy or a ribbon because you stood up under that. Uh, no one's going to cheer that on. You're getting the due penalty for your sins. Uh, but if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable. Before God, in other words, God makes note of it. God notices when you're suffering for His sake, and it moves His heart, and He accounts it to you as faith. Um, and so we don't suffer in a vacuum. Um, it it stands uh, as a symbol of our faith, how we act, and how we move through times of suffering, particularly suffering and injustice and uh, standing firmly on our faith, 
not wavering, not giving in, not um, uh, taking one step away from our commitment to the Lord, but standing firm. And uh, Peter says this is commendable before God. Well, I'm challenged by these words, and I think they offer us good advice for the living of our days as we continue to strive to live as God's people in this world and as we strive to live out the call to be fully devoted disciples of Jesus. Hey, thanks for taking time out of your day to listen. Hope this has been of some benefit to you and that God will continue to impress these words on your hearts as you consider them today.